Hello and welcome to yet another episode of Beyond the Present Podcast. My name is Daniel Morgan. I'm joined here live by Pujix from Canada. Hey there, my man. How's it going? Life is great, Dan. How are you? I am doing terrific. And we have the genius Govan Mohan back for yet another episode. So, Govan, how's it going? Pretty good. Uh, thank you very much. So, Govan, first of all, uh, we would like to actually inquire a bit more about your ideas regarding uh, your plan, uh, big data, that kind of stuff. So, would you tell us right now uh, a little bit of a uh, background in terms of how the project has gone so far? It's great. So, yeah, so just a little elevator pitch would be that we are trying to create a, a data sharing marketplace where people can sell their personal data uh, to research companies so that they can come up with uh, cures for diseases where they don't have enough. Uh, data to do their research. Wow. Uh, so far, we have made some models that uh, that assess data quality, so that nobody can just kind of enter like spammy or junk data. Uh, that is one of our biggest problems. Uh, so we have uh, those models are doing really good. We've written some papers and put them on our website. Uh, so now we need to actually get to the to the business side of things, and you know, kind of uh, get that thing off the, the ground, basically. Yeah. Exactly. So Very that's, nice. That's Pretty excited about that one. It's very nice. And uh, you talked about this business actually not long ago. Uh, Pujas had some great idea about some uh, retail business kind of kind of stuff like that. And Pujas, I want to ask you right now. I recently heard that Amazon has been doing some stuff similar to your ideas. Is that true? Uh, I don't know exactly what Amazon is doing. Can, it's basically a store without one? any uh, clerk or any, for example, oh, yeah. seller. <coughs> no cashier. No, it's similar to that. It's similar to that, but not quite there. So the the idea that we were de- de- developing with a colleague of mine, a friend of mine, basically, is is a little bit different, and that's like has to do mainly for the payment method, and it's it's some sort of a replacement for POS systems. Wow. Because like uh, so, yeah, like patent like, trademark. Yeah. Nobody's gonna steal the idea. That's our idea. All right. That's just <laughs> if you want to steal our idea, go fuck yourself. Yeah. That's our idea. <laughs> Well, I didn't really talk about what the idea is. That, that, that's probably and why. And we're not going to share the details here. Let's be honest, man. It's just copyrighted, <laughs> patent, you fucking pirates yeah. motherfuckers. That's the whole point. We're going to keep it for ourselves. All right. Communism is uh, spreading out, apparently. Anyways. Very nice. So how are how are you on, on that part? Because I know about Gobin's uh, business, basically. What is your idea about your business? Sorry, you're talking about me? Exactly. That's right. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. So the idea is that we want to simplify some of the payment methods for the customers as well as the retailers or like restaurants. It could be restaurants, retailers, whatever. Um, and and at the same time, remove the ideas of paper receipts altogether. Wow. So it's not like nobody keeps their paper receipts. If they want, they can get an email. If they want, they can ignore that. That's really up to them. Or save it on their mobile phone, on, on their, um, I don't know, Google Drive or something like that. It should it should be really paperless. But That's basically. wonderful. Fewer trees are going to be cut, even though Canada is the biggest exporter of wood, I think. So it's pretty bad for <laughs> Canadian true. economy, but it's pretty good overall. Fantastic. Now let's get started with the actual topic of today's episode, which is about dealing with uncertainty and turbulent times when things are uncertain. So let's first start off with Govind. It's been a while. I haven't talked to this uh, guy here. So Govind, generally speaking, do you find that easy to deal with uncertainty? I mean, let's be honest. Psychologically speaking, some people find it a lot easier to deal with uncertainty and uh, lack of clarity. And they're a lot more spontaneous, if you will. So do you personally find it easy to deal with uncertain situations that are not quite predictable or things aren't that easy to manage? 
Well, uh, I think, uh, well, first of all, uh, there's, I've read a bunch of psych psychological research that was done in the last century, particularly by Carl Jung, into uh, what he classifies as people who are intuitive and people who are observant. People who are intuitive tend to kind of uh, favor or even want to be in, in chaos to try to figure out some, impose some kind of order in chaos. So I think it's uh, it really comes down to like a, a personality type where some people just like chaos a lot more than others who just would rather stay away from it and have nothing to do with it. Me personally, yes, I think I, I do enjoy kind of going into chaos and then coming up with some some interpretation of it because that's where you come up with the most novel stuff i think somebody probably has a somebody probably has a gambling habit or something some weird stuff on the dark net the deep <laughs> net that kind of stuff i don't know basically that's like let's explore see what's going on here i'm intuitive yeah, i can I mean, handle dark web i've been to the deep web a couple times and i mean it's pretty boring really but, but that's uh, right but, yeah. Very interesting. So, Pujix, how about you? Do you find it easy to deal with uncertainty? Do you, are you more intuitive, as Govan mentioned, or do you tend to be a lot more observant and you like order? Well, that's really hard to say because I think uh, as we had these kind of discussions before, I'm sort of on the borderline. Honestly, I haven't thought about it in the context of what Govan just mentioned. So I probably need a little bit more time. But if I were to uh, answer that intuitively, if you will, I probably am sort of uh, on the on the borderlines kind of thing. Dude, so you are answering the question about whether or not you're intuitive intuitively. What do you think you are? <laughs> so exactly. I mean, I have that. I have that quality for sure. That's but right. at the same time, I do like order as well. So I like to basically break it down into two categories. So some things are, I think, better for me personally. I like them to be ordered and, and, and in a certain way. And some things I do also embrace uh, into, uh, intuition and chaos. Yeah. Interesting. Very nice. So with that being said, let us just talk about how we can actually deal with this. But before that, are there any advantages at all in just dealing with situations where things are kind of unpredictable, chaotic, and turbulent? I mean, generally speaking, uh, we have our own uh, personality approaches towards these matters. However, let's be honest, there are certain pros and cons to both approaches. I mean, like, if you are in a situation where things are all ordered and organized and predictable, well, there are some advantages. But of course, things can get a little bit boring as well. So let's talk about uh, some of the benefits uh, of being in situations that are turbulent, that are unpredictable, and things aren't quite clear. So, uh, Govind, uh, regardless of your uh, extreme gambling habit, probably, you, you and Ali probably go together to Las Vegas, by the way, I'm guessing. Uh, but still, from your perspective, what do you think about the benefits of dealing with such uncertain situations? Because when usually when we find ourselves in such situations, we tend to panic at first and feel like, oh my gosh, why me? Why now? Why this? So generally by changing our perception, perhaps things will get a lot easier. What do you think are some of the benefits and advantages of finding ourselves in uh, very uncertain situations? So, uh, well, the thing about chaos, at least in my view, is uh, it, it, it it doesn't take a lot to generate chaos. In fact, chaos can be generated, uh, maybe I'm talking more computationally, but I think it extends to real life as well. Uh, it, it doesn't take, it, a few simple rules can just create something completely chaotic. Wow. And how that applies to real life is that if we find ourselves in a perceived chaotic situation, we just need to find out those, those few simple rules and we'll kind of be on top of it. It's, I guess it's about being able to 
come up with those rules, but that's, that's I think, uh, something you get through practice. Interesting. So you're saying that order is a lot harder to create and maintain than chaos is? Uh, in a sense, but more so that chaos is just very easily generated. And doesn't that mean that order technically will have higher value because of this? I mean, like, think about like uh, stone versus gold. If it's harder to get, of course, the value is higher. So don't you think that in that case, by your definition, order uh, is actually a lot more valuable than chaos is? Um, I, I guess order is, in, a some, in some sense, the, the rules that we put on the on the on chaos so yeah sure i mean order is what makes us understand chaos and you know make us not lose our shit so i mean that's right now govin uh if i right now go to your room will i see a room that is as if a grenade has gone off and everything has just collapsed or it's very neat and organized (laughs) and i'm curious right now Uh, because i don't see right now on the uh, camera so maybe pujas can tell me right now Okay, I can tell you that it's not as clean as I like to. Like All to right. Pujic, yeah, yeah. how about yourself? How about yourself? How's your room? Uh, well, I think it's, yeah, I think I have to share the same answer with Govin. Oh, my goodness. So you guys, <laughs> I know there. you're both intuitive and you love chaos and mess. I got it. Fantastic. But still, uh, let's, which one is easier, to have a messy room or to have a room that is well-organized, clean and tidy? Well, it's 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 definitely easier to have a messier room because yeah. you don't have to push much much. That's right. No effort easy. required. Just but, put the pizza but, box right in the corner. <laughs> but it doesn't mean that it's easier to live in. That's a different yeah. distinction here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So order is harder to create, but easier to live with. Whereas chaos is easy to create, but hard to live with. And that's precisely what I agree with you guys in this regard. Because I myself, I'm not a huge fan of chaos and disorder. I love order. I like organizations. I like tight and uh, basically accessible leadership that allows all units of the same religion to work together efficiently. But still, let us talk about how we can actually deal with such situations. Now, you guys tend to be more intuitive and you perhaps take pleasure from, let's call it creative uh, mess, if you will, or like genius or whatever it is. But uh, because let's be honest Gobin is a computer uh, genius and you are a physicist I mean like literally what was that the, the famous I think the most uh, highly rated TV series right now is uh, the Big Bang Theory right so your your pals are there <laughs> yeah, basically sure. so the thing is this you guys are a little bit uh, higher on the IQ side so and I've heard a lot of things about people like you who generally tend to have uh, a creative mess if you will but overall let's think of somebody like me who perhaps values order a lot more and appreciates it so what could people who might not find, uh, let's say, uh, chaos interesting do when they find themselves in such situations? Let's start with Govind. Um, I think uh, that people like those would tend to, I don't know, um, freak out a lot more. But uh, I think life, I mean, the, the process of life is kind of making, creates a balance in yourself, right? Once you reach that balance, you would be like, okay, I don't like this, but I'm... I'm kind of clear-headed enough to figure out what's going on and try to get out of it, get back into order, I guess. Mm-hmm. Interesting. By talking about this matter, Pujix, what would you recommend somebody who might not appreciate chaos to actually do or say to himself or herself in order to effectively deal with it? Right. I mean, uh, before I answer that, I want to explain something, and it's a little bit of physics, so I hope I, oh I'm not going to bore you guys. But <laughs> Let's wait so, for it. By definitely. Shelton, so, so the Shelton, let's wait for it. Tells 
So, so the second law of uh, thermodynamics is basically that with time, the entropy, uh, entropy which is basically some sort of chaos, uh, increases, and that's very natural uh, in the universe. Wow. So, uh, and and by that, uh, some, in, including Stephen Hawking, basically in his new book, especially, he defined. Uh, life or living beings, the systems that basically increase the entropy of their environments in order to decrease their own individual inner entropy to be able to sustain themselves. Wow, that was a great yeah, so, sentence. So individuals increase the entropy yeah. and chaos in their environment in order to promote their own order, their inner order. Yes, exactly. Wow. That, that makes a lot of sense if you think uh, if you th- and that's not just individuals, any living being, like anything really. So that's really simple. So for example, we're uh, using a lot of um, there like any say a monkey or a dog or something, not even people, uh, y- using their metabolism to digest food and give a ordered sense of energy and uh, you know a, a system that runs very efficiently inside so with minimal entropy. And then what happens is that they emit heat, they they shed a lot, and so they're they're creating a chaos in their environment, basically in a sense. Wow, so never thought like never very, thought about uh, taking a shit as causing chaos in the environment, buddy. <laughs> you changed my perspective <laughs> regarding going to bathroom from now on. Well, Every single time I'll go to bathroom, like, oh my goodness, I'm gonna break the fucking chaos in the universe because I gotta take a shit. Oh shit. <laughs> so. This was. This is not really exactly how the entropy works, but that was just to put an image of how yeah, it could uh, make sense. But, but, but what I'm trying to say is that uh, ultimately that's so. Now getting back to your uh, uh, question, basically, and answering that, it, I mean, ultimately, what happens is that you are, yeah, if you want order, you have to actively. That's and that's probably one of the ways that uh, Govin was talking about. That it's really easy to create chaos is because naturally the universe is going towards increasing chaos. Wow. So if you want to create order specific to a contained to a environment, then you have to actively work for it. And remove that like a living being, actively making that uh, effort to maintain its own uh, order. I mean, literally, uh, think of like real estate creating, let's say, like like when it comes to construction, right? When you want to construct and create a building, that could take two, three years sometimes for some very, you know, hyper buildings. But destruction of that building could take literally seconds with a couple of, you know, let's say C4s here and there, right? So I really believe that order is uh, a lot more valuable than chaos. However... With all that being said, I also believe that if everything was ordered, then from my perspective, many things in life would be very tough to get. Competition would disappear. Life would become a lot less meaningful and a lot, probably a lot less interesting. So I'm not against chaos. And quite frankly, I love fishing in troubled waters every now and then because that really gives a great chance. So let's now talk about this attitude and this mindset uh, that we can develop that will allow us to fish in troubled waters and be able to take the, uh, you know, the most uh, out of each situation when it comes to a uh, very tough and unpredictable situation. So, Govind, uh, what do you think are some of the ways we can prepare ourselves to actually benefit from chaos and not become its victims? So, going back to what I said earlier, I think this is a process that you kind of get better at the more you do it. So, I think uh, it's, it's about just putting yourself into more chaotic systems, but in a controlled way. So, like, uh, I don't know, starting starting by, like, I don't know, investing in the stock market. You know, oh, not, boy. Probably not the best example. But, That's uh, a tough one. Uh, this, Been told a lot about this. Do you yeah, yourself yeah. St- uh, invest in the stock market? 
Uh, well, I would say only <laughs> contrary to everything I've said so far, like super safe uh, investments like uh, <laughs> index funds and all that stuff. Precisely, so, man. I'm just like you. Like when it comes to investment, I, I always said either basically bonds or real estate. I don't like stocks. I don't know why. I mean this whole – the idea of waking up the next morning and seeing that the value of my stocks have dropped by 5% just makes me nuts, like quite frankly speaking. Yeah. Yeah, but so, um, again, uh, so directly in that context, in, in economics, uh, there's a rule that um, in, in the long run, things kind of shift into the theoretical levels, right? So in the short run is when you have all this crazy fluctuation, but in the long run, it's all about the, the actual value, which in, in which in a chaotic situation like that, if you realize that, it'll make you kind of stay level-headed, right? Interesting. Yeah, so that's I think right. that's, that's a weird thing. Yeah. We're going to come back about uh, chaos in personal life, but let's stick with chaos in general. So, Pujix, what do you think we can do to prepare ourselves to uh, make the most of chaotic situations? Yeah, I mean, as you mentioned, like uh, like when you went to the stock market, and or, I mean, investing in general, like uh, so many people have said it, which I, like, I, I lost track of which person said what exactly, but... This has been said quite a lot that uh, people make uh, money in turmoil uh, situation in stock markets, meaning exactly. where everybody's panicking when this uh, chaos is basically settling in. So, so being having said that, as you mentioned, it's as much as order has its own benefits, chaos does too. It's an opportunity in a sense because a lot of people are not behaving uh, proper to that chaos, so they, they can't deal with it. And basically, it's uh, basically fishing in a dirty, uh, muddy water, basically, right? Wow. So you have the chance, you have the opportunity that to actually find it, find a good f- fish in a muddy water. It's, it's very possible. And that's, that's um, where you start taking opportunities. But for that, you have to be qu- equipped to deal with the chaos, first of all, to be able to appreciate that it's not lasting. It doesn't you usually, well... Within at least within the context of stock market uh, or, or uh, economy in general, that's right. Uh, it doesn't last uh, forever. That chaos or that turmoil or that depression or whatever. Uh, so, so that's the that's the first notion. So that that will allow you to calm down a little, not panic that bad, uh, and you can basically start thinking. And as Govin mentioned. Uh, changes are very rapid up and down uh, in the short term, but in the long term, it will converge towards something very predictable. Very nice. Two great points you mentioned. Number one, thinking long term and trying to see things in a long-term perspective. I think the reason that we we freak out when we find ourselves in chaos is that we do not think long-term. And secondly, that was very nice you said, that no chaos lasts forever. And it's so true. We say no storm last forever and all things are seasonal so there is a bad season and there's a good season and unfortunately a lot of us we make very bad decisions during those uh, bad seasons assuming that this bad season is going to last forever in my uh, basically experience in entrepreneurship and international business haven't once have i seen uh let's say a situation in economy that is very difficult to last forever I mean, there's always going to be ups and downs, but that seasonal nature will never go away. And the same thing applies to investment and many other things. And uh, Warren Buffett uh, says, when others are greedy, be afraid. And when others are afraid, be greedy. That's exactly what uh, summarizes this whole concept of trying to actually fish in troubled waters. But generally speaking, we are saying, we are saying like, think long term and know that it is not going to last forever. But in practice, sometimes it's a little bit difficult to actually do so. Uh, But 
but let's take a step back here and talk about chaos in our personal lives. Let's say some very un, uh, basically predictable situations with our health or with our relationships. So Govind, in these situations uh, where things just take a bad turn and we are suddenly facing with a crisis out of nowhere that we have not prepared for, maybe a serious health problem, maybe just our partner says I'm leaving or whatever it is, how can we actually deal effectively with those situations that are uncertain? So, yeah, I think that's that's a great question because it, it kind of highlights uh, there's this, well, I mentioned the stock market and chaos theory and all that stuff. So where there's predefined rules of what the long term is. But when it comes to our personal lives, there's, uh, yeah, what do you do with those situations? Well, what I would do is kind of, I don't know, at that point, I'd, I'd say you need to trust your gut. That's, that's uh there's 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 an aspect of like your mind thinking about this which maybe you you're not not even able to express in english right it's uh, wow. but it tells you to do something i think that when when all else fails like i think that's that's the best you got Interesting. So uh, before we go to Pooja's here, let's talk about both cases. So I'm going to ask you one by one. First, think of a health issue. Tomorrow you wake up and then there's something wrong with your energy level or something and you go to doctor and boom, you just got diagnosed with something uh, crazy. How would you deal with that fear and that sudden uh, burst of uh, angst in your life? Uh, in, in in my case, I would uh, – I, I think uh, – some some amount of it is like you got to prep yourself even when you're not in that situation. But I guess in that situation, I would, I I, I don't know. I maybe I, I don't see myself freaking out, but I would just be kind of lost. I guess probably look for some tips uh, in the dark web or something, right? That's right. Very well. And how about a relationship? Tomorrow you wake up and you realize that your girlfriend, uh, your partner, your wife, whatever it is, is just leaving. It's over. I'm done with you. Goodbye. <laughs> and never call me again. I cannot believe that voice is coming out of you. <laughs> Trust me, man. It takes a lot of hard work to do that. Trust me. <laughs> that was a good voice. I'll give you that. <laughs> so what's your plan, buddy? What would you do in this case? She's leaving, she's angry, and she's not coming back. I, I guess, I mean, that would be super shitty, but it's it's kind of like the same as you find out your company is not successful or you got a shit grade or something. You know, it's... Uh, you you pick yourself up and you kind of just go go back from there because at the end of the day you you always have yourself and I think it comes with knowing that. Well, I love what you said, man. You always have. It's like okay, go leave. I got my hands. I don't need you. Take care. Yeah. <laughs> I like it I very well. Exactly what you meant. <laughs> very nice, very nice. I love it. Fantastic. But generally, you said it. You said like you treat this as just another failure. You pick yourself up and you keep moving forward. Yeah, because Love yeah, the at attitude. the end of the day, yeah, you don't have anything more than yourself. And first you have yourself and then you have everything else, right? Fantastic. Bravo. Love it. Priorities. Let's move on now to Pujik's both situations. Tomorrow you wake up and you have a health problem. Serious one. How would you deal with this one? Yeah, I think, uh, well, that that would be really hard to say because, well, honestly, if, if I were to really honestly answer, I don't know how, how, how I would react, but I thought about the hypothetical situation and um, I, I thought, as, as Govin mentioned, I think uh, thinking ahead and just, you know, thinking about it that it actually can happen can prepare you a little, not, not being a pessimist, uh, pessimistic person, but just having the notion that health that you have currently is not for granted and i want to ask also actually uh, give two real life examples that a lot of people know one of them is uh, tony robbins i don't remember what his diagnosis was at the time but it was a brain tumor actually that- it was a brain tumor 
Right, exactly. So, so I, I, if I'm not mistaken, if you remember exactly, like you can go ahead and correct me. But if I'm not mistaken, he mentioned that I I, I treated every this one as uh, like any other problem in my life. I was like, okay, I, it requires now it's immediate. It requires a lot of my attention, and focus, and I'm going to go battle it. I'm, that's what he did, and that that's where he and the tumor so disappeared. Far, exactly, out, uh, amazing. Like, Exactly. Uh, Although, if you look at the size of that guy, his genes are just literally, they can fight any goddamn disease, man. Look at that guy. (laughs) Seriously. He's a very unique person. I think, like, literally, the virus's approach his body, like, yo, what up? Back off, man. Back off. Like, literally, like, like, the white cells are kind of like that, basically. But generally, yes, great, amazing, legendary man. One of my best and first, uh, basically, mentors I've ever had. Truly legendary guy, and he believes that he can deal with Every problem with this using the same approach, and he, of course, did it. It's wonderful. How about the next case? How about that? Uh... Before that, I want to also because because Tony Robbins was a very special case in that sense that he fights everything off. I want to also give another example, and that being Stephen Hawking. And when he was diagnosed with his problem, wow, he himself personally says at first, obviously, I went through a lot of uh, emotional turmoil, and eventually, when I uh, came out on the other side, I was like, okay, then. It only means that whatever I wanted to achieve, I just have a limited, tiny amount of time. So everything was prioritized for me already wow. because I was diagnosed that I have two years to live. So I had to, to dump everything that I didn't really matter and focus on what I wanted to do. And that's how he picked up his thesis uh, and in his PhD. And that's well, he lasted longer, of course, than two years. So he could do much more. But then uh, he became very focused. And I Fantastic. think that's very important. Sorry. That's what you would have done as well. You would have become focused. I hope that, uh, I hope that I would at least. Fantastic. Yes. How about the next case? Let's say a uh, relationship problem. Yeah, that that's also similar. Like as Govin mentioned, uh, that's actually sort of simpler because you're at least you you know that you have you as Govin mentioned. Because with the health problem, you might actually die, and you don't even have you. <laughs> so that's in a sense simpler, but. Uh, I would have to agree with Govin in this in this case. It's like any other problem, like a bad grade in in in, in school. If you're if you're a middle school kid, the bad grade means like somebody dumping you to to uh, to you at that wow. point. Uh, what I'm trying to say, it has a very large value to you at the time because that's your world, and uh, you get upset. But at the same time, you have to uh, say, okay, this is it. I I got a bad grade. It's beyond me now. It's in the past. Now I can focus on what is in my hand, and that's the future, the future grades. Quite amazing. And don't worry, guys. I won't be a jerk, and I'm not going to tell you what would you do if you both had a health problem and your girlfriend was leaving you, but don't worry. That's maybe for another time. (laughs) (laughs) That's something else. So uh, let's just now, since we've talked about this issue, so far, uh, let us now try to actually uh, create a solution, a step-by-step path that will allow us to uh, overcome from the damages caused by chaos and bring things back to order. So, Govin, what are your own routines that allow you to bring your life back to order after the storm is gone? Um, I think uh, very discreetly make a jump from chaos to order at some point because, uh, well, chaos is part of my creative process, but if I stay there for too long, you know, shit gets weird. So exactly. Some, something as simple as cleaning your room and then starting from scratch again, just organizing all the stuff in your, you know, uh, you, some, some things are nagging the back of your mind, like uh, I need to buy this one thing that, say, makes my routine easier, like, I don't know, a new bottle of shampoo or something like that. Wow. Just go out and do it, right? Never realize so shampoos think, uh, have so much therapeutic impact. 
<laughs> right? That's right. No, but I think it's uh, uh, even more generally. I think it's the small things. Uh, just, just all those a combination of all those small things just. Uh, Bring a little bit back stability, more stability back into your life. Fantastic. So two things I learned from you. If you have serious trauma in life, do two things. Clean your room and buy shampoos. A lot of them. A lot of shampoos. Fantastic. And now let's move on to Pujix. <laughs> what about you? What can you do generally? What are your routines that allow you to get your life back into order? Uh, one of the things that uh, Govin mentioned was cleaning your, your environment. I think that actually has a very symbolic uh, effect on on our, our our brain, meaning when you start actually organizing your environment, your physical environment, uh, it immediately starts organizing your mind. At least it does to me, and I believe that to me like as I well. And I also, you know, what I also I do? Exactly. I also try to actually like arrange my, let's say, manage my files on my devices. For example, I try to like delete the, uh, useless files, put the you know, let's say, icons here and there, and organize my digital devices as well. Like they all have the same psychological impact. Exactly. And uh, again, as you mentioned, like I've heard from a lot of people that they say uh, this helps them a lot. And like, as you mentioned, uh, computer files, physical files, physical environments, uh, I don't know, my calendar, stuff like that. So uh, it has an indirect impact. But at the same time, uh, sometimes if I want to tackle stuff more directly, I would actually go and uh, create a plan. For example, if I have a lot of courses that I have to study for or a lot of you know, meeting I have to attend or whatever. So I would basically go and break it down into uh, like smaller segments of time. Okay, I'm going to do from here to here, like very specific from 1.30 to 1. Uh, so 2, 2.15, I'm going to do this and exactly uh, go according to that. And I try to push myself to maintain that uh, aggressively to cr- bring order back into my life. Basically. Fantastic. It Bravo. might be a little bit stressful at first, but I'll... I'll I do agree completely. Uh, I'm just with you on that one. You need to bring order back after chaos. Know that chaos will not last forever. And more importantly, there are always opportunities in chaos that are not available in simple, easy, regular routine situations. I do agree with you guys. Now, of course, we're out of time here, so let's try to wrap up the show and reach a conclusion. So, Govan, after all that we talked so far about the concept of dealing with uh, uncertain situations and chaotic environments uh, and coming up, uh, coming out as winners, let's talk now about the final comment and conclusion. What are your final thoughts? How do you summarize this entire discussion for our listeners? Well, I would say that uh, chaos might be perceived as something bad, but uh, it's uh, it's a source of. I think it's really a source of something that makes us human at the at a basic level. But I think at the same time, if you stay there for too long, it's uh, it, it starts taking a pretty negative impact on you. So you need a a healthy balance of chaos and order in your life. Fantastic! I, I agree completely. Pujix, what is your final comment? I think that healthy balance is 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 amazing. Like. A lot of people think chaos is absolute negative, and that's not really true. Uh, it's just a balance of both that is uh, – I mean, that balance might be different from person to person, I suppose. A perfect uh, balance, uh, like 70%, 30%, if you will. Uh, but, um, but ultimately, there is, a, there is a balance of both. Fantastic. 70-30. Like it. Kind of cool. How about like 65-40? Is, is, is there like, can we negotiate the terms here? Yeah, yeah. That could be You're going to agree something. Fantastic. Bravo. And if of course, you, I'll, I'll be able to negotiate a, a better, easier percentage here, basically. Pretty cool. Now, that's all the time we have for, of course. And I would like to thank all of our listeners, uh, plus you, Govind, uh, as well as Pujix. Thanks for both of you guys for your great ideas. I really appreciate it. 
Thank you. Thank you. Uh, it's my pleasure. Back on. And of course, that's all the time we have for if you're now listening to us, let's say on iTunes or on uh, Google Play, please do us a favor and uh, do a ranking. It doesn't take that long. If you can actually leave a review, it'll be even better. It's just a couple of paragraphs, maybe a couple of lines. Oh, God, just, just, just send a, like LOL or cool, whatever. Just, just put something there as review <laughs> and that will help us reach a wider audience. Thank you very much for tuning in. My name is uh, Daniel Mulgan and this was Beyond the Present Podcast. Thank you very much and see you guys soon.